Number 10 and number 24, switch. Number 18 and number 6, switch. Number 22 to the middle. Welcome to center stage. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the center stage. My name is Luke. I'm here with Beatrice and Ashlyn. Ladies, it's Tuesday, September 15th. Why that matters, I don't friggin' know. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> doing so awesome. How are you guys? How are you doing, BA? I'm fine. Thank you. <laughs> Eating a lot. That's what matters. <laughs> like, I'm, fine. I'm on like 12 calories a day, one mento. Oh my God. <laughs> one, one mento. <laughs> no one cucumber a day. And that's my car so source, okay? Oh my God. Do you, get, do you get a whole cucumber or just a slice? A whole cucumber, <laughs> but skinless, okay? Because of the carbs. <laughs> with a little bit, just with one sprinkle of salt on one end. No, no, no salt. No, no salt, salt allowed. You, you don't, no. I was going to say, you start Only cinnamon. Thing, exactly, <laughs> only cinnamon. Yeah. <laughs> oh my no, actually, I think I had like around 170 grams of carbs today. Okay. So yeah, bees happy. Woohoo! Yeah, that was great. Um, uh, so yeah. Carbs are life. What did you work? What did you work out today? Uh, shoulders, of course. Shoulders. Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah, mine too. Is that every Tuesday? Mm -hmm. Yeah, every Tuesday and every uh, Saturday. Okay, cool. So, yep. what's going on in Portugal right now? Are things looking up over there in the in Europe? Are they still going crazy like last week when we talked? Give us a little rundown of the. What's, what's going on? Oh, okay. Everything is better here. At least today we had less cases uh, than a couple of days ago, I guess, and yesterday as well. So it's going down. Uh, I'm glad. <laughs> Regarding France, I think that during the, um, the weekend they had like 10,000 cases or something like that. So that's not good. Uh, but I think that everything is getting better. So, yeah, not everyone is talking about it uh, yeah. as well. So, yeah, just getting ready for the competition. Everyone is focusing on Alicante. <laughs> I even think that Rafael Brandão is coming, coming. Cool. as well. Like many people from Brazil are coming. Awesome. So, yeah, so probably it's, it's just fine to come if they are um, willing to come, you know, and they are preparing yeah. to come actually, and we are four weeks out, so... Um, so yeah, I think everything is better. And over there, is it everything okay? Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't, I mean, we do, we actually, what's pretty cool is I think, uh, Pennsylvania yesterday, the, um, the, one of the federal judges in Pennsylvania deemed the lockdowns unconstitutional. So mm. there, we're kind of at a point right now where it looks like this is going to become a trend and I just see states opening up because, you know, like just taking, just literally saying it's over, it's done, open everything up. Because at this point, you know, how can you argue? Like if the, if the federal, federal court has deemed the lockdowns unconstitutional, then they can't hold anybody accountable. So at this point, if they, if you were to open say your business or whatever that was closed for COVID and they come in and try to tell you to close it back down again, all you have to do is say, well, I'm not closing anything because the judge just said this whole thing is unconstitutional. So even if you give me a ticket or you try to find me, or you try to shut me down, it's going to get thrown out in court anyway, because they just said it's unconstitutional. You know yeah. I mean? So it looks like things are going in the right direction for us, I hope. And I know there's a lot of crazy shit going on with the fires and stuff. Um, yeah. Everyone but, is getting tired of it, so. Oh, yeah. It's just oh. one thing or another. Those fires are yeah. Well, the reality, like, I don't know if you guys have seen, but I mean, they keep, the news keeps trying to say it's not the case. But so far, 80-something people have been caught, have been arrested for arson. So there, a lot of these fires are being started on purpose by people. Being started? Wow. Yeah. And they're Here doing in Portugal, it all, it's yeah. always the same. Yeah, they're, they're trying to push the whole it. climate change narrative. And it's, you know, the, those of you that don't, people that don't pay attention or don't know a whole lot about that kind of stuff, you know, clim the, clim the, the world's climate is cyclical. So what, what happens is we go through years where we have like El Nino and La Nina and multiple different climate um, circumstances and situations where 
where things will go through droughts. We go through wet seasons. We go through seasons where there's more hurricanes, there's more tornadoes, but it's all in a circle. So what happens is, is that we go through a period of time like this. And then for another period of time after this, everything calms back down and, and the, and, and the, uh, the world, the, the climate and the, the weather everywhere kind of evens back out again. And ultimately it's the world's, it's the, the, the globe's way and the, um, the atmosphere's way of regulating everything, if that makes sense. So, and that's mm-hmm. what most scientists that you talk to will say. Now there are some weird ones that will come back and say, Oh no, like everything you do, if you fart in the atmosphere, but oh you know, it, but it is what it is. The cows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The cows. What's going on with you, Ash? So right now, um, I basically took, after the show, I took like two weeks off and I've just been, um, not like off, off. I just mean from tracking and stuff, I've, uh, been doing intuitively eating. So, and I haven't had a check-in. I did a check-in the week that I got back from the show. Um, just with my coach, just sent her a little video and just gave her an update with everything. But, um, I've been doing, you know, just, uh, light cardio every day, trying to get, I'm, I'm not like, doing it how I did last time was basically I, I like started at 40 and then I dropped down to 30. Then I dropped down to 20, um, like minutes of cardio or whatever. This time I basically just decided I'm going to keep cardio in on days that, you know, I have time. Like, um, this morning I did cardio and, um, like this weekend I did cardio one time, like on the days that I can wake up and I can get cardio in, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to, I'm just not being as, like, oh, I have to do this this day. It's basically just like a little bit more relaxed, um, intuitively eating. I am, I did start tracking uh, yesterday. So came back from Vegas after doing the photo shoot and stuff. Um, we had so much fun and I'm really glad I got to go. And um, obviously- Yeah, how was like, it? Oh my God, it was so fun. Got to go and meet, uh, it was the first time meeting Hassan. So we got some, some shots together and it was cool doing a like lifestyle photo shoot versus- like being absolutely shredded, which normally anytime I do a show, I'm like really, really lean yeah. or I'm sorry, a photo shoot. I'm really lean because I'm like close to a show. Um, and this time, you know, Joe really wanted it to be like more lifestyle and more relaxed. And um, it, it was just cool to be able to do a, a photo shoot like that. Cause I've never done that before. So um, I feel yeah, really, really, yeah, we had fun and I, I just feel really good. And we got to go uh, enjoy a meal together and it was cool. So now I'm just back tracking and, um, you know, she wants me to basically do like loosely tracking and enjoy some more foods and stuff like that. Obviously, like I don't go crazy. I don't like binge. I don't do any of that stuff. So for me, it's super easy. I can just kind of turn it on and off. So, you know, like now I know I have, um, I have three more weeks before I start prepping for the Olympia. So basically just three weeks to kind of, um, wind down from everything, not be so, um, super strict and just be able to enjoy some time with my husband. We're going to travel a little bit. Um, there's a couple shows we want to go to just to go support. And, um, I have a couple girls that are going to be competing at some of the shows. So we're just going to go, we're going to, me and Curtis are going to be running the booth at the Chicago pro. So that'll be cool to be able to go and do that. Oh, oh that will be awesome. Yeah. So we'll yeah. be there with our team fit body fusion and we're going to be running the booth and, I don't know, you know, if there's going to be like a lot of competitors there, but we're, me and Curtis are going to be like the faces for Fit Body Fusion there. So that'll be fun. Very cool. Yeah. I saw the pictures already. I got them, the unedited versions. And I laughed because I was going through to the end when it was like you and Hassan. And I was like, oh, look, it's our biggest competitor and our tiniest competitor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like it was the perfect contrast. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Like it, the the one thing that was crazy is the different coloration of you guys. Like, I guess he still has some tan on, and you were. I'm what, so what, pale right now. Like all my tan came off. <laughs> I was like, damn! I'm like, okay, that. Sean, can you adjust the coloring on this to make them a little bit closer, please? Like, oh, I looked so much tanner in the pictures. I was like, wow, this is really cool because like it was just the lighting, I guess, because it was so. I don't know if it was like the darkness that was in the gym that we were at. And then also like his lighting on his um, camera and the other lights that were there. But yeah. he was showed me some of the pictures. I was like, okay, you didn't make me look as pale as I thought I was <laughs> going to. <laughs> I'm using the Those brown filter. <laughs> yeah, the brown. What is that? What is that one filter called? The sepia or whatever? Yeah, the sepia. <laughs> but it was good. And I'm glad that you guys had a good time. It was pretty funny for me because I felt like I was there even though I wasn't. Because you're 
um, Airbnb host was apparently like sitting in front of the monitors watching the cameras at the house the whole entire entire time you guys were there. So I was. Oh getting, my god! I what was a creep! Getting, what? What? Yeah, no, I was no, getting like play by plays. Like they do would like text me and be like, "You just had more people arrive at the house. How many people are going to be staying there? You dogs just got there. How many dogs? And are you?" And I'm was like, "Was he old?" I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like it doesn't. A lot of the the hosts don't have pictures, and I was just like, "This guy is killing me." Like you, I'm like, it's like two o'clock in the morning, but it's you know, eleven a.m. in Vegas, and he's texting me. You know, oh, you have like five. You have like six people at the house. Like, how many people are staying there? Like, why are there so many people at the house? Like, I mean, and I'm like, dude, like, I. Oh my gosh, that's really. I'm not even there. That's so funny because we were, me and Curtis were sitting outside um, with the dogs because they were going to the restroom and they were eating. And um, he looked up and saw a camera outside and he was like, what the heck? There's a camera out here. And he's like, you think somebody's watching us? And I'm like, I don't know. Oh yeah. He was watching you. And I, Oh my God. I have to tell him. That's funny. Crazy dude. From what the, from what the, uh, the, the thing said that they're allowed to have cameras outside, but they're not allowed to have cameras on the inside of the house. So I don't think there were any cameras inside, hopefully. But I didn't see uh-huh. any. We just yeah. saw the one that was outside. But there were definitely cameras on the outside, and I'm sure the way he has them, they're probably set up to where, like, if they see motion, they he gets an alert. Because it was like, I mean, I just got to the point where I stopped answering the guy because I'm like, dude, this guy is driving me crazy. I kid you not, I have 25 text messages from him that have something to do with people or who's there or what's there or here. And I'm like, and I think, and part of me is like, I don't know, maybe I created a monster in the beginning because I was bugging him about the AC. Cause when Joe first got there, the, the AC was on like 80 degrees and he was like, and, and Oh yeah, that's what he said. And then it was freezing after that. <laughs> yeah. So he's, he kept telling me, and I guess the controller was like locked in a, a box. And he, so he couldn't get to it to turn it down. So the guy had to actually come to the house to turn the AC down, which he got there. I think the, the night before you guys got there, but once he turned it down, that was it. Like, it's not like he was going to come back twice a day and adjust it, you know? So, oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's why you guys were freezing at that point, yeah. But at least I, I don't <laughs> but know. But I liked it. I'd rather be cold than hot. You know what I mean? Oh, I would much rather be cold than hot, yeah. Absolutely. For sure. All right, so I know this is some funny stuff. But anyway, we uh, – now that we're kind of caught up and things are – and we, we know how, how everybody's doing and – um well well before we move on real quick ash what was your favorite meal while you guys were in vegas this, this mm-hmm. um oh well we did have we had sushi and then we had um we had sushi because the first night we well the first night we just went and had sushi with dave and dom and uh curtis and it was just us four and then the next night we actually wanted to go to a different restaurant um, but everywhere was closed. They they closed so early. It was like, it was everything was closed at like ten oh, wow. on Saturday. That's crazy. We were like, okay, so we didn't get out till like almost ten, and so then everything was closed. So we were just walking around the strip, and then um, we didn't get to eat at the place that we wanted to eat at. Um, so we ended up just going to have sushi again because it was the only thing that was open. Wow. But it was great. I mean, it was really good. And then the next day after the photo shoot, um, we did Cheesecake Factory. It was just easy and everybody was able to get, you know, whatever they wanted. So that was good. How was, uh, were you able, like, how was communication, communicating with Hassan? Like, were you guys able to kind of like chat a little bit or, because I know Joe said he's been working on his English and he's getting a little bit better. How? how Oh, he didn't talk at all. I mean, his wife did all of the all of the like translating and communicating yeah. and stuff like that and she is an absolute sweetheart oh yeah Riham is amazing yeah she's, she's so, so awesome so yeah we pretty <laughs> much just like talked through her the cool. whole time he's yeah. definitely like as he gets better I'm sure he'll he'll come around and do more but he's, he's def- when she's there it's, you know he's definitely he's more confident expressing himself through her because you know I mean who wouldn't be if you're still learning a new language and stuff and that's a but she's awesome, so it's not even – Yes. It's almost rather – And you, even though he didn't say that much, you could tell that he was just such, like, a genuine person. Like, he's just so nice. Oh, yeah. He's an amazing – like, they're both, like, just amazingly, like, lovely people. And I know that's a weird way to put it, but that's just how they are. Like, they – I mean, like, I'm. I, they were messaging me about, like, the Tampa Pro, and they are like, oh, it would be so amazing to see you. Like, we miss you. And I'm like <sighs> – <laughs> I'm like, I want to go. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, they're, they're really nice. 
you know, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't, you know, now we're in this together. Back, right? I was stuck. Like I was like, I just <laughs> But anyway, and their baby is the cutest little thing ever. She is so cute. I was just staring at her the whole time whenever we were out to eat. I was like, oh my gosh, she is the cute. She's like, are you having baby fever yet? And I'm like, yes, she's so cute. I just want to squeeze her. <laughs> awesome. All right, so let's get into some topics now that we've uh, chatted up a little bit. And uh, let's talk about this Gymshark thing. So um, B was actually the one who brought this to our attention. So I guess apparently Gymshark did a photo shoot and released some pictures of a a, a young lady who who looks to me, and I'm, I'm only putting my own thing out there because I've seen this personally, looks to me like she may have had a baby. And she's like in that postpartum situation where she's got some weight to lose. And they kind of showcased how she looked without their pants on. And then they showcased a comparison picture with their pants on kind of showing how it helps tuck everything in and give you a little bit more confidence to be in the gym. You know, if you're worried about how you look and a lot, I mean, this, the thing's got 23,000 comments on it and there's a lot of people on there like, how dare you? Like, this is not the right thing. I mean, this poor woman has been like bashed and destroyed. Give us, give me, give us all your guys thoughts on this, uh, that whole thing. Well, I so I watched the video. I knew this because I watched the video on YouTube about this photo. And apparently they have many more of the pants, like what the pants do, I would say. But uh, with both of the pictures um, from their athletes, I guess. And I just think that, that people, <laughs> it's 2020 and everyone is making... Um, uh, I don't know, like a big deal out of small things, to be honest. Just because if yep. the girl, I think that if the girl is happy, like that's the, on, the only thing that matters because at the end we will all end up uh, on the same place, the same state as well and looking like whatever. So I, I think that as long as she's happy as uh, and as long as everyone is happy, there's no, no opinion uh, that the others have to give right. i think and you know what you know like and this has happened to me too so you see people and and it's, it doesn't whether you're somebody that is absolutely shredded and ripped to the bone and looks like wow they put in some work to look like that and then on the other spectrum you have somebody that they just start maybe they just started their journey or you don't freaking know maybe she's already lost 100 mm -hmm. pounds like and that's what she looks like right now like you have no clue how healthy or unhealthy somebody is just based off of one photo um and how they look currently like you don't know maybe they've you know worked their butt off to get to that point right now regardless everybody should feel comfortable and love what they are wearing. And that's what a fitness clothing line looks like. That could be for any shape and size. Like as long as you are going to the gym and, and that's your version of your healthy right now. And that's part of your journey. Like anybody should be able to buy some clothes that are going to make them feel good and happy and confident. And then you're always going to have somebody, I, cause I get this on my stuff. You're always going to have somebody that's going to be like, ew, that's gross, whatever. Oh my I God, still yeah. get that on mine. I get people saying that I look unhealthy and that I look, you know, um, manly or that I look too gross and all that other stuff. And I'm healthy as hell. Like, you know, so it doesn't, it yeah. doesn't matter. You're never going to please everybody because you could have somebody that's um, that looks overweight and then you can have somebody that looks the healthiest that a person can look and there's always going to be somebody that's going to say ooh to one of those so it really doesn't matter yeah we can't please 100 percent of the people right. no and it's physically and mentally so just there's be always happy. Gonna be, yeah there's always going to be people that want to put others down and like i don't think there's anything wrong at all you know with them posting that and having somebody on there that's maybe she just starting her journey and she loves that those clothes because they keep everything kind of like you know tucked in right now and she's working to get that off and she doesn't want to wear clothes that is not able to do that to her physique it obviously is like something that's helping her be confident and that's the only thing that matters and if if you're if you're Gymshark and you're supporting everyone they're a business they want to support as many people as possible they don't want to just support fit and healthy people and maybe to her this is her fit and healthy right now you don't know Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And like I said, I honestly feel like, I mean, at least that picture to me, it looked like she had just potentially just had a baby because of the weight where she had the weight was like right in the hips and the, you know, lower belly area where 
women do tend to end up with a little bit of, you know, extra after they give birth. And that's what it looked like to me, which to me, I mean, that's a beautiful thing. If that's this is a lady who, you know, I just had a baby in there and they're kind of showcasing the fact that, you know, here we have, here's our clothing line that, you know, we'll do this for Helps you. Helps them. Exactly. Like there's, I mean, come on, like give me a break. Yeah. Yeah, and I personally admire everyone who posts, like, okay, this is, uh, I will say that this is not, like, in a general, <laughs> but I, I would say that I admire the people that post about their bodies, you know, like, that are not, um, that don't feel shame about posting uh, photos of their bodies, just because the body is our only forever home. Right. You can change your house, this and that, and your country and your city and whatever, but your home will be always will always be actually your your only home and real home so yeah. um so yeah if you are happy with it and if you love um yeah. your body why not showing it you know exactly okay that not too. that 100% on instagram <laughs> but yeah uh, you know and what you I mean. just have to think of like the majority like the majority of people are not ripped like that's that's a very like yeah. rare thing, you know yep. so you know you're who what's your audience and what are you trying to get so gymshark is like you know we we know that not every single person that we're going to reach is going to be you know freaking ripped like that's not realistic to think like that so you know, you have, and I'm looking at another photo that's very similar and they're basically just showing what the pants do. So like, once you bring the pants up, it kind of like, you know, brings in the love handles, makes you look um, thinner and all that good stuff. So it's basically just saying like, you know, our clothes are fit for anybody. So even if you don't have the most tightest body, like our clothes are going to help you achieve that look until like, while you're working on getting a tighter body, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And, so, makes, and I want those pants as well. Like it right? makes me want to yeah. buy that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it it's is. a good marketing way yeah. of doing it. Exactly. <laughs> a good way of yeah. doing marketing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I remember like this is, and I, I, I just was reminded of this recently because I watched uh, the last dance, which is uh which was, it's a, a um, documentary on YouTube about the Chicago bulls and Michael Jordan and all this stuff. And there was, he got a lot of backlash back in the day. Um, because you know, people, and like, this is, it was political, but that's not what this is, a, what the point I'm trying to make is, but where he, he mentioned the political party when people want him to stand up for something or support somebody in particular, he came back and kind of said, well, the people on the other side buy sneakers too. And he got a lot of backlash for it because people were like, you know, Whoa, so all you care about is money and sneakers. And it's like, no, but when you're a business, or when you're engulfed in something that is a business for you and does make you money, to me, it makes a lot more sense in most cases. Now, there are some where being on one side or the other of the political spectrum makes sense for you to be vocal about it because that business may, you know, like guns and stuff like that. But for the most part, it's okay to be neutral because at the end of the day, you what you're putting out there, you should be catering to everybody. So it's okay, even for a sports nutrition, I mean, a sporting clothing company to show you that their clothing looks great on fit people and it looks great on people who are just starting their journey or just, you know, making, you know, you know getting, getting on a plan or coming back from, you know, having a baby or something like that. I mean, it makes sense because now you're catering the product and the business to more people. You're reaching a bigger demographic. Yeah. So business and maybe action. that's the way she's happy. Like, yeah. okay, we are happy. We competitors are happy doing what we do and dieting and going to the extreme but we are happy but imagine that she isn't or that she wouldn't be happy doing what's needed to be this shredded right you know so that would make sense if we weren't happy and we were were doing the same thing as dieting as we do now and we weren't feeling 100% happy because that's the goal of life yeah so if she if she just feels okay it's the same thing as being um uh, with gaining gaining weight post show like not everyone can be like two pounds heavier yep. than on show day you know like oh th for me that's water water weight like i yep. drink water and i gain two pounds right. <laughs> after yeah. after stepping on stage yeah. um and i normally i have to i gain i don't know like uh, five or six kilos which will be like i don't know like 12 pounds i don't know mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that i have to lose them 
uh, like, yeah, I really need to lose like 12 pounds, exactly 12 pounds to step on stage. Uh, obviously, it's not always the same case, but sometimes people are, are like, the body is just not made to to be five pounds above stage weight, you know? Right. And I feel right. happy being like 12 or 10 or whatever. I feel happy and I feel energized and I feel, uh, I feel that my body recovers and is able to put on muscle where I need because I'm, I'm young and I'm not a seasoned athlete. I need to, to work a lot and to feed myself a lot to, to show up um, being able to be compared uh, to the others that are, are way older than me. Yep. Um, yeah, so, but that, that w wouldn't be the, the best way or the ideal way for me to be happy in an off season. I couldn't go out because I would gain like five pounds overnight, I don't know. Like, okay, not five pounds, I would say, but like yeah. two pounds or whatever overnight just because I wanted to enjoy with my parents, right. you know? <laughs> so that right. just doesn't make sense. This yeah, and there's, there's a space for everyone. Exactly. And this brings us into our next topic really well, because you're kind of talking about, you know, hinting at least a little bit about what we were planning on talking about. So let's get into talking a little bit about your guys and like the way you reverse diet. Now, I know yum, you've got a lot of questions about it, B, and it's one of the reasons why you brought it up, but kind of like, you know, how to do it, how you guys do it and what you guys feel like has been your best reverse plan so far. So why don't you guys both kind of give us some input on that? Okay, so for me, um, the only real reverse that I've had, I did it for myself. And it was, okay, and also it was the best one so far. Um, it was after the Arnold because I knew that I, I would have the, the second Arnold, the Arnold Australia, two weeks after. So... I I ate uh, the dinner at Cheesecake Factory uh, after um, after the Arnold Classic Ohio, and then I went back to the to the hotel and I I went back to my diet because I I had the the show two weeks later, um, so I arrived uh, in my home. I did everything. I went to the cardio as well. I trained uh, as normal and I did my diet as normal. So my I would say like two week out, uh, not one week out because before it would be slightly different. I don't know how it will be now, but uh, until um, until the Arnold, it was slightly different. Like I would take out all the carbs and this and that. So I wouldn't go back to my one week out diet, but but to the two week out one because it would be more would be more sustainable for me. Um, and yeah, I went back to that one, and I went back to on track uh, at 100%. So I didn't feel that um, those cravings, I would say, not the, the what really wanting to, to eat everything that was in front of me. Um, so yeah, then I started, then uh, the show, yeah, the, the Arnold Australia was canceled uh, at eight days out <laughs> so i i had uh, on the, on that day yeah on the day before starting my water load as i said before like some podcast some episodes ago um i would do a cheat meal so yeah i had that cheat meal on that day as it was supposed to be like to the show as well so i killed all the cravings and i was like yeah okay now i ate i'm just going to enjoy the rest of the night because they canceled it at my I don't know, I don't know, like uh, 10 o'clock, I would say, p.m. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I was just like, okay, I'm just going to have some stuff. Um, I'm already feeling full, so I'm not going to go overboard with this. And tomorrow I'm going to do my cardio. I'm going to do whatever, because I, I didn't know if it would be possible for me to compete uh, some weeks later, you know. So I, I would have, or I had that, uh, that goal in mind anyways. Um, but yeah, when it started, every, when everything started uh, stopping because of the virus, um, I just stopped doing cardio or I st started decreasing the cardio slightly every day and not every day, like every two to three days uh, as my body um, responded for like uh, five minutes or 10 minutes less here and there. <clears throat> but keeping the activity because uh, we were in lockdown by that time. And then the food, I had to increase it slightly 
as well, super gradually. And some tips that I, um, that Joe uh, as well informed me about was that uh, the foods to add in first um, or the tips uh, regarding those foods after, after coming out from the show is not changing the food sources. So I will do it after this show and depending on the shows that I have after that, but uh, I won't change the food sources as well or too much because of the cravings, because it can uh, like make us crave something more, something sweet, something, I don't know. So just not changing the food sources and increasing micronutrient dense foods like fruits, uh, um, like strawberries and black blackberries or blueberries, I would say like everything that is uh, purple and red and, and things like that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the fat and the muscle cells are very sensitive at that point. Uh, so we kind of need to add carbs gradually. And I, I've always done this as well. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of always want to increase um, one step at a time and having like check-ins every, I don't know, like three days to see how my body is responding because sometimes it's even... Okay, I wouldn't say this, but um, it's really important to to have those check-ins post-show just to keep everything uh, under control, I would say. Sometimes even more than leading into a show because we are doing everything when we are about to compete. But when we step off stage, sometimes it's it's difficult just to be on track. So having the, um, the check-ins really make you think uh, before you start eating something that you are not supposed to post-show so yeah as I have uh, the check-ins I would be like mm, okay maybe I'm not going to eat this because tomorrow I have a check-in and it will show up you know uh, yeah <laughs> yeah you need that accountability for sure <laughs> exactly okay you are you are being a little bit of a um, I don't know like a little bit stupid I would say when you are focusing on the the check-ins as your as your goal not to eat, but if that makes you healthier and mentally healthier, just a little bit more controlled and having control over your mouth, I would say, and your your brain, um, these tools kind of work with me or have worked with me. Yep. Yeah, and you, Ash? Yeah, <clears throat> I agree with that too. I mean, that's... I think that that's one of the most important things is just having some someone there that's going to like keep you accountable because the show is, is what keeps you pretty much accountable the whole time. So like you have this show date in front of you, you're like, all right, I'm not going to do this because you know that you're going to step on stage. Well, after that, you don't have, you know, unless you have another show, but most people, you know, after their show's done, they're like, all right, well, it's time to grow and do whatever I need to do. And then, you know, we'll, we're, we'll prepare for the next show. So those couple of mm -hmm. weeks obviously is like the hardest time because you just went through a whole prep without having any of those things. So introducing all these foods and all of these different types of, um, I mean, even just like carbonation for me, like sauces, anything, like I introduce all that stuff back um, and doing it, you know, slowly and making sure that you're just not you know, binging is probably like one of the biggest things post-show and not drinking enough water. So it's like people, it, it's literally going from one extreme to the next. Like you're dieting really hardcore. You're drinking all your water. You're like making sure you're doing all of these things, even cardio. I mean, I personally, when I started a reverse diet, since I'm adding more food into my diet, I like to keep the cardio in for a while. So I'll keep the cardio in um, just to make sure I, that I'm getting enough movement, make sure that I'm going to the bathroom regularly, regularly um, and also making sure that I'm still drinking my gallon of water because mm -hmm. I feel like that now you're a little bit more relaxed. You feel like, okay, I don't have to drink the water, but it's like, well, you do. <laughs> you should still have that same mindset of even though you're not going to get on the stage, you still need to have that same mindset of like making sure that you're doing everything that you, you would be doing if you were getting on a show um, going to a show, the only thing is that you have a little bit more freedom. So, you know, the, ch the choices that you make with like your foods and stuff, it's okay. If you have, like, if you want to make a taco and you want to like, say you want to make homemade tacos and you want to sprinkle a little bit of cheese on there. Like, I feel like people just are like, Oh, well I can have cheese. So I'm going to put so much cheese on it. It's like, okay. Well. <laughs> Half a bag. It's like, <laughs> yeah it's like okay just for one taco <laughs> yeah it's like just calm down like just spring like 
don't, don't take, like if somebody gives you an inch, don't take a mile, like ease into it because it's just going to be so much better. And plus you're going to feel better. Um, and you're not going to like blow up in a couple days. So it's, you'll, you'll definitely hold a little bit of water, but as long as you're drinking enough water and you are still having movement and you're not just like, there's a lot of people that literally are like, Oh, well, I don't have to go to the gym and do cardio now. So I'm just not going to do it. And it's like, okay, well, if you've been doing it this whole time and then you just randomly stop and then you start eating foods, like you're just going to, it's just a bad, um, hill to just start going down. Like you don't want to get on the wrong path. So I like to just start introducing, you know, the foods that I like, um, just in moderation, just slow and steady, start introducing foods and then, um, making sure that my water is keeping up with my water and then keeping cardio in for at least two weeks. Um, you know, and, and just being able to make sure that you're keeping everything, you know, as close to show as possible, except the food, more of the foods and then more variety of the choices that you're eating. So, um, I just think being smart with, with how quickly you start introducing things and how much, um, foods like it's different for everybody. Some people just go back to their maintenance calories. Like they don't even, um, mm -hmm. yeah, they don't even like slowly bump up food. So it really just depends. I mean, I don't think that there's anything wrong with either. I think that if you want to do it slower and introduce the food slower, um, the higher macros and stuff, if you want to week by week, if you have a coach that, that wants to do that and week by week, you up the calories. Um, I mean, that's always worked for me and it's worked for all my athletes, excuse me. But, um, for the most part, I mean, there's a lot of people you can just jump right back into maintenance calories and they'll be fine. Their body's just going to eat it up. They'll probably even drop some weight, um, you know, the first couple days, and then you'll start to see your body start regular, reg regulating out. So it just yeah. depends. Every, everybody's coach has a different approach. Um, and I think either, I think either of them work. So it really just depends on what your coach wants you to do and, and how you're going to monitor it. There's some people that just don't feel comfortable. Um, like athletes, they don't feel comfortable just starting back on their maintenance calories. Like they want to go slower and like go up. And there's some people that they can't handle being on the lower calories and, and working their way up because then they start noticing that, you know, behind the scenes that they're binging because they don't have enough food and they're hungry. So it's like, if that's the case and you're noticing that, I would definitely say something to your coach and just be like, Hey, how do you feel about just jumping back into maintenance calories that way? I feel like I'm eating enough. I don't feel like I have to binge. And then I don't go on this like spiral to where like now I'm binging behind your back and now I'm gaining a bunch of weight. So as long as you're being communicative, I think with your coach and whatever you guys decide, if I, I feel like a lot of people like stuff happens and instead of just like being honest and open with their coach and trying to figure out how they can fix it, they just hide it because they're embarrassed or they don't want to feel like that they're, that they are like letting somebody down or like, Oh, I, I messed up. And I, it's just like, they just are embarrassed, you know? So, mm -hmm. I, and then, the, and then it just gets worse because then they don't tell anybody and then they kind of just feel bad. And then, and then they start like under eating, they'll like under eat and then it just goes back and forth. So then they'll under eat and then they'll overeat again. They'll have like a night where they're binging. And then the next day they won't eat anything at all because they're scared to eat and then they'll binge again. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's bad to do that. So I, I personally love the, the approach of just jumping back into the maintenance calories because your body's gonna, gonna utilize that because you've been in such a deficit. So your body will definitely utilize all the foods and stuff. Um, I mean, you may, you know, you may see a little spike in weight, but that's probably just like the extra foods, the extra sodiums, um, that's just trying to catch up to your body and then it'll regulate back out. What do you yeah. think was your, tell us about your personal best situation with a reverse diet and what do you think contributed to it being the best i do think it all has to do with mental state and how bad you want to stick to it um for me personally like my well it was actually the first time that i ever reversed um and it was after i got my pro card and it was really more of like a mindset thing like i really wanted to stick to my reverse before i didn't really care like i was just like well if i if i gain a, if i gain some weight like it, I just jumped back into my normal eating. Like I would just eat my normal foods and I just, I just would go out to eat with Curtis and, and I, you know, I was an amateur and I didn't really know anything. So I was just kind of like, yeah, I'm just going to do this. And then whatever happens, I'll, you know, bounce back or whatever. I never, the only time I've ever binged was my very first show. So my very first show that I ever did, 
Um, and I had no one, like I was literally by myself. Um, I mean, even my coach, like I had a coach and stuff, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like the coaching that I have now. It wasn't that personal. So it was just like, she just gave me my, my plan or whatever. And then it was kind of just like, all right, well, we'll see ya. (laughs) It wasn't like anything that was, I wasn't really keeping up with her. Try not to eat a bag of Oreos a day. (laughs) Yeah, it was just like that, but it wasn't anything crazy. So for me, I just, um, that was the only time I ever binged and I learned my lesson. I mean, I gained a bunch of weight within a very short amount of time and I felt horrible and it was really hard to get it off. And mentally I just, it was not good. So, um, I've never done that since, but my best reverse, um, where I actually stuck to it. I like slowly upped my calories each week. I was really, really strict with myself, um, and just made sure that like I was doing it properly in the right way. Um, that was after I turned pro. And then ever since then, and that was also whenever I started counting macros. So that was another reason that I never did that before was because I didn't know anything about macros. So I was always following a meal plan. So it was like, I didn't really know what to do after I didn't have my meal plan. I was like, well, do I just get a, another meal plan with more food? Like, I didn't really know what to do because I didn't have the macros. Google. Um, yeah. So <laughs> then once I found out like more about macros and like all that, that's whenever I was like, okay, well, I'm really going to stick to my reverses time because I'm just going to use my fitness pal and I'm just going to up my macros. Yeah. Like that's just, and I just did that because C- Curtis was coaching me. So he was just like, yeah, just plug, just start plugging in your foods and let's just see, you know, what you're eating, monitor what you're eating. And then we'll just up the calories each week. And I was like, all right, let's do that. So that was the first time that I ever did that. And I loved it and everything was great. And I had a really good, um, improvement season and, it was awesome. And then I ended up meeting Jamie, um, a few weeks or I'm sorry, a few months after that. So, uh, by the time that I met her and I started working with her, um, I had gotten my calories like up super high. So I was in a really good spot with her whenever we started our first prep for my rookie year for my pro season. So, but that was probably the best, I mean, it was definitely the best, um, best reverse and everything and that was just because my mindset was so like I really want to do this and I want to see how it affects me and I really want to make sure that you know I'm I'm utilizing this improvement season to the best that I can like I don't want to do this improvement season and come out and not look any better like I I never want to step on this pro stage and not be better like every time I step on this pro stage I want to get better every time so um, that was that was where I was at so will you do something different anything different um during this reverse dieting so this time well since since i've been doing this for so long now now i am so smart about um what works with my body and like now i don't have to do like the strategic reversing and stuff like that i know my body really well and i i just know what i can and can't have so it's it's a little bit easier for me because i've just been doing this for so long now um and i've done so many shows that like I know what, what I can, what my body can handle and what it can't. So, um, once I start seeing like, obviously if like my face starts swelling up or anything like that, because it say I have too much sodium or too much fats or sugars or whatever. Um, I literally just make sure that the next day I stick to my macros hundred percent. I drink all my water and it's gone within one day. So it's mm-hmm. like most of it's just water for me. Um, just like holding water and stuff, but I never binge. It's usually, it's literally just from like the extra calories and extra sugars and sodium and stuff and I also um know like how much like I can eyeball stuff I know how much protein I need to have um so as long as I'm sticking to my protein and I just make sure that like my fats are pretty low um in the beginning that's fine and then um the carbs really don't affect me that much so then after like you know after a week or something after my body's like not as sensitive anymore then um I just get right back onto my normal tracking like right now I'm tracking. Um, I, I was intuitively eating for these past two weeks and I'm not, I've only gained four pounds. So I'm literally only four pounds above my stage weight, which is awesome. Um, and it's too much already. It's too much, too much. (laughs) I know my coach and I, our goal was, um, to stay below six, uh, one Oh six. So just as long as I don't go above one Oh six, she's like, that's, that's fine. So I've, I'm only at one Oh four right now, which is perfect. Mm-hmm. so it's yeah, been it's good yeah so that's been good say it again what about you, yeah oh yeah i i'm sorry i didn't hear um 
<laughs> so yeah, I, I talked about about it before. I was saying that uh, my best one was after this Arnold, just oh, because I, right. I I kind of did things by myself and I didn't do. Uh, I I will say I didn't follow uh, the ideas that I would follow before because I've been there so many times and it sucks so bad. Uh, because before, when I when I stepped off stage, of every stage that I stepped uh, off before, uh, I would jump uh, right right into a, a relaxing, I would say, week, like no gym at all, no cardio at all, and eat whatever I want at all as well. So I would eat this world and Mars as well, like Mars, literally the chocolate and the planet. <laughs> <laughs> During the entire during the entire week um so yeah plus no cardio and no gym at all like no weight training uh, i would be like a, a water balloon you know oh, like every time yeah every time it was like that um i had some some experiences after the show where i really craved um a session at the gym and this and that and it wouldn't be so bad just because i was burning the calories Anyways, but the mentality was just was the same as like a an open bodybuilder, I would say, like just rest for a shit ton of time and do your thing and enjoy. And okay, there's nothing wrong with enjoying post show, uh, but for an entire week and like giving up being an athlete, I would say for an entire week just doesn't work with me. Uh, I don't know if it works with someone else. Um, pro probably it does, but just stopping everything. Uh, is not worth it because I couldn't do that. I literally couldn't do oh that. Oh my god! Like Look, crazy. it was so bad. Like my ankles would be would hurt. You, I you could, have no I idea. I couldn't even imagine. Oh my Look, goodness! Walking, going back to the cardio, just walking would be so painful, but so painful. Once I thought something was really wrong with me, because wow. I couldn't, I could barely walk. <laughs> it was awful, like really awful, just because of the. Uh, the sedentarism, you know, and the not moving at all or not drinking enough water or, you know, just eating crap here and there. So after, after, I, um, after I had the diet back again, like, I don't know, for like three or four days, okay, it would be better, of course, because all the water would go out and it, it's always the same thing when I have like a whole day or an entire week where I relax a little bit more. I gain a lot of weight, but just water. Even when I came from Algarve, I, I lost, I don't know, like two kilos in two days, like worth of water, mm -hmm. of course. Um, because I, I, I hold a little, a little, a lot of water. Um, but yeah, during an entire week is a no-no. <laughs> so <laughs> if someone is thinking about doing that, like, and it's about to do a show or something like that, and it's about doing that, or thinking about doing that, just no. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. No, it's really terrible. And the feeling like just looking at yourself in the mirror and seeing like a super puffy face. And my cheeks are really big. Like I don't lose my cheeks even when I'm on stage. So imagine when I'm when I'm bloated AF. <laughs> it, <laughs> oh my it's God. really bad. Like I look like a <laughs> scroll. I don't know. That's, that's literally why that's why like I always <laughs> That's so funny because my face gets so small and skinny that I like once I start seeing the life back in my face, I'm like, yes, it's back. Like my face gets so sunken in. So I really like having a little bit of fluff on my face. Not like oh, I don't. not bad. Just just a small, a small little bit for me, just because my face gets so sunken in. So for me it's it's nice to have nice that to have in a healthy way, not like not from yeah not exactly from like, yeah and mine was like, like super a super big water retention and yeah it wasn't healthy at all like at all at all so yeah, i highly not recommend doing it anymore yeah mm -hmm. i highly recommend that if you're if you are um just got done with your show and you want to compete or not compete and you want to go into like an improvement season um I wouldn't take any more than two days off of the gym. I would keep, I would get right back into the gym, use those calories, burn the calories. It'll make you feel good. Um, get some of that water off, go get a nice sweat. Like I always suggest you to put those calories to use. If you're going to go and enjoy yourself for two or three days, that's totally fine. 
Um, I definitely think you should still be mindful. I don't think that you should just go balls to the wall and eat whatever in sight because it's very hard to come out of that. Like once you start that, exactly. once you start that train, it's hard to stop it. So my suggestion is ha- have meals, not like just junk all day, like go and have a nice meal out. You can have a dessert, um, stuff that you've been craving, you know, have a dinner with your family at home. If you want to make a dinner that you've been craving that you haven't been able to have. And then um, the next day, go to the gym, you know, walk on the treadmill. You don't have to do anything crazy. Just get some movement in, you know, kill your workout, put those calories to use. And then, and then you'll feel so much better. And then you, once you feel that energy and that, like, you're just like, oh yeah, like you're putting this, this, you know, this food to work and it just feels so much better than just sitting on the couch and just like binging all day, you know? <laughs> yeah. And feeling the skin hurt because of the water. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. It's not I feel good. that so much. Like my arms hurt, like the skin and my lower back. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. I can't even imagine that. So yeah, even like, it doesn't even matter if you want, if you go to the gym, uh, like to lift weight or not like just do some activity with your family your friends and this and that go for a a hike I don't know like gym classes try other stuff just for those those days and then go back like and don't stress about it it's the best thing the more you stress about it the worst it is it is going to be actually yep yeah awesome so I feel like you covered the uh definitely covered the reverse side and so why don't we close up the show and just talk a little bit about wellness versus bikini. How to choose and how long do you guys think it takes? How long did it take you guys to build the muscle to be where you are? And uh, I, yeah, I would even take it as far as give us an idea of if you, would you ever see yourselves in the future potentially trying out in the wellness class? Mm, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, 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 no. My goals are already a problem for me us? sometimes. <laughs> Right. Eh? No. I said bikini is where it's at for us. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like my body is made for bikini. Many people ask me about doing wellness in the future, and I'm like, do I look like a wellness? <laughs> because you, I don't. Like, me, I don't know. Like I don't. Your breakdown of the difference of like a bikini competitor versus a wellness competitor. Yeah. So I think that uh, when the wellness division turned pro, I think that many people just. Uh, started thinking that wellness are bikinis that are not completely in shape and that's not what happens like that's not it at you, all exactly like if you put a, a wellness pro uh, next to us like you literally see the difference like the legs are way different and the le- level of leanness I think it's the pretty much the same as in bikini um, so the glutes are way bigger like you are gluten uh, leg dominant for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, even the bikini is different. The posing is different. You have quarter turns uh, as a wellness competitor. Uh, well, from the back, like it's totally different. Pro- a girl our that is our height is probably, I don't know, like three kilos or four heavier than us. I don't know. I would say that because of yeah, the amount I mean, of muscle. It's, it's, yeah, because we... Um, bikini is proportionate from top to bottom and wellness doesn't have a bigger as big of upper body so their lower body is a lot bigger than their upper body oh is that what the like criteria basically is I didn't yeah it's criteria so their upper body doesn't need to be like anywhere near as big as their lower body so they don't have to have like (laughs) do what (laughs) I said I said big booty hose I was only kidding (laughs) oh my god (laughs) The girls yeah, that follow awesome, our they have some awesome glutes for sure. Yeah, <laughs> workouts for show. It but would yeah, be impossible they still have to for be me. Conditioned. I mean, their of conditioning course, yeah. is still. They still got to be conditioned. All of that. They just don't. Their proportions don't have to be as. Um, it doesn't have to be proportionate from top to bottom like bikini, and then, um, like they don't really get like they're more looking like at the lower half and and all of that. Their upper half doesn't really get. It gets judged just not as harshly as bikini does. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. And not yeah, not like regarding the the choosing the, the division, I think that uh I think that the body will choose for you. Like if you are str- if you compete, I see many girls 
uh, struggling to compete in bikini because they have to lose uh, tissue in their legs and this and that and they struggle a lot with the diet because they have to go really low calorie wise uh, just to keep that conditioning and to keep those legs or glutes um, accordingly to to the division the bikini division so if you are constantly uh, fighting uh, to fit the bikini uh, division and you have um, genetic i would say like uh uh i don't know i, I don't know how to say it in, in english <laughs> jesus yeah if you're yeah, if you have like genetically like bigger legs and like just yeah, more exactly. muscular yeah if you're just more muscular down lower um some people just naturally have bigger quads and it's like to get those quads down and to get that and it's so this is a good example um marissa um her name on Instagram is Marissa Bish. What's her? Oh what's yeah, her I know the, Ribeiro. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. The Logan, Logan, Logan's Franklin's wife. wife. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she's a really good example of that because she has she did amazing in the bikini um, world. She's actually she made a post recently that she may or may not. Um, she's thinking about doing wellness, but she's a perfect example of that because. She could do bikini if she wanted to, um, but she had to really, really, really kill herself to get to even be close to getting her legs down to where she was able to get on the bikini stage and, and not overpower the other girls on the stage. Um, and so she's like a perfect example of switching over to the wellness because her legs are just naturally a little bit bigger and just more muscular. Um, and she doesn't have the huge like she doesn't have like huge delts or anything crazy so she would be the perfect person to be able to do the wellness uh division gotcha yeah very cool see i had not looking at looked at the criteria so i wasn't sure what the the difference was but i definitely have heard you're not the first girls or people that i've heard that talked about the bigger bottom halves because i think when i've listened to a couple guy podcasts and a couple you know and they've talked about booties and stuff like that so it seemed definitely seemed to be a, a consensus but i didn't realize that it was actually part of the criteria i thought that was just guys being guys <laughs> no it is it is no, part. Yeah. very cool that's cool i see i learned stuff in here too this is awesome so oh yeah <laughs> so who do you guys like who do you remember who did they have wellness in olympia last year uh no no the first year yeah. Do you, do you do either of you have an idea? I'm putting you completely on the spot. Who could potentially be the okay. Miss okay. Wellness Olympia this year? Well, um, I don't know because the wellness girls are so similar now, and they are still um, they are still a few, I would say. But the girls that turned pro as wellness are. I think that the odds are way uh, higher for them to to be like for them to be the winners, you know, comparing to the girls that are transitioning from the bikini division to the pro wellness division. Like if they were uh, bikini pros before and they are trying to do the transition to the wellness because just because the wellness division, the girls that are already pros, like they are on another level. Right. So you have yeah. Susana Rodrigues, she's Brazilian, if I'm not wrong. Um, you, ha you have Karen, uh, Karen something, I don't know how to pronounce her surname. Um, she's a pro as well. So the first three pros, that the, the very first three pros, wellness pros, they are super strong. Uh, plus Isa Pereira Nunes, she won uh, the overall at the North Americans uh, a couple of weeks ago. So she's the newest IFBB wellness pro as well. Cool. And she's really, she, she is a badass uh, physic-wise. And she's super nice as well. Um, so yeah, I think that the girls that, are, that have been working on the wellness division um, for a longer time, comparing to the girls that are just transitioning now uh, within the, the, pro, uh, the pro stage because they were pros already, cool. I think that they they are more like in the division comparing to the other ones. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 
Well, ladies, <laughs> I think that uh, rounds us out for today. And uh, it was an awesome show. And I'm look forward to seeing you both, to talking to you both next week, not seeing you, even though, you know, <laughs> maybe one day we'll see each other and out from behind a microphone. But right. Exactly. Now, yes. Soon, you soon. Guys have a great week. You too. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Y'all have a good week. Bye. Bye. See you next week. Bye-bye. Later, Gators. <laughs>